0: Guten Tag, Prevent. Hello and welcome to the Despoir Podcast. Oh my lord, we ended it last week by trying to draw your attention to the fact of just how close the Eurovision Song Contest is. Why? We're talking like five months away. Oh, it's so close. This is your reminder. You have to book your leave from work now. Don't wait till then because everybody's going to try and jump onto it in the last minute. Book those holidays now, even if you're not going away. Even if you're just going to watch it at home, that's probably more important. You need to book those days after Eurovision, especially if you do in the drinking game. You need to recover. I play it smart these days. I like to have at least half a week, maybe even a week to recover after Eurovision. I'm not messing around. Oh, I miss the days. I swear there used to be a time I could party all night. I could drink all night, have a little whoop whoop, sleep half an hour ahead on a milk crate and then get up and do an eight-hour shift at work. Not anymore. Oh, I'm out drinking at 10. I need three days to recover. Oh, what's happening? That's what everyone needs to understand. We all need time to book our leave. Semi-finals are scheduled for Tuesday the 7th of May and Thursday the 9th of May with the grand final Saturday 11th of May. Ooh, it's getting so close, I can taste it. Mmm, mmm. And what you're getting that sweet taste of is Malibu. Of course, that is the host city this year. Now, if you're thinking, why do I know Malamo? Eurovision has actually been to Malamo twice. Now, I know Sweden has won seven times and it's moved around the country. I think that's good. We get to see the country. Twice it's been to Malamo, 1992 and 2013. 1992, it was won by by Linda Martin. Of course, penned by the Eurovision icon that is Johnny Logan. And then we went back there in 2013. The winner was Denmark, Emily DeForest with only teardrops. Eurovision has been trying to be like, we've got big news, big announcements, and it's to announce things like, Who the executive producer is? Who's the contest producer? Who's the line producer? Oh my god, Eurovision! All we want to know is that you've locked in Petra and Mons to host again! Squeal! Oh, My lord, we have been praying for Eurovision to go back to Sweden just so we can get Petra and Mons. I think we all have to agree the ultimate, penultimate, super fantastic Thor and Lightning of Eurovision hosting. (laughs) There hasn't been any rumours, there hasn't been any contest, any hints that it's going to be them. I'm just reading the room. Let's be honest. We want Petra and Mons, or we're just packing up. We're not even coming to Sweden. Executive producer for Eurovision this year is Iba Adilson. She's basically going to have overall responsibility for the 2024 contest. She's temporarily stepped down from her role as the head of SVT Entertainment. So, yeah, there is no doubt it's going to look and feel everything like Swedish television. Tobias Aberg has got the job for overall technical production in the role of executive executive. executive in charge of production do you think it's just the word executive that they've slapped on to make it sound fancy does that work with any job does your job instantly become more fancy when you put executive executive janitor executive sandwich artist executive only fans content producer I like it. I'm just going to add executive to everything on my resume. Executive or do I want super chief? Superintendent? No. Super spec? No. What do you think is a good word that you can just throw at the beginning of any job title and make it sound instantly fancier and more important? Krista Bjorkman? will be the contest producer. Now, he's worked a lot in Melodifestivalen. de Festivalen. For those who don't know, basically that's the Sweden contest where they pick their Eurovision winner. They take it very seriously. And are generally known for having a very slick, well-run show. So he'll be bringing that experience. He's also worked on American Idol and the singing competition The Next for Chinese television in Shanghai. He was also the show producer for Malamo in 2013, contest producer for Stockholm in 2016. <gasps> you know what happened in 2016? Petron Mons were host. Mm, let's hope this is only a good sign of things to come. The man has an amazing resume, I've got to be honest. The only thing that really causes any alarm bells for me whatsoever is the fact that he worked on bringing the contest to the USA in 2022 with the American Song Contest. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry for reminding you of that thing. I know most of us have managed to block it from our minds. I haven't even seen all of it. I have seen enough of it to know I don't want to see the rest of it. Oh was everything that Eurovision isn't. But I guess it's true. I mean, it proves that whole theoretics about science for everything in the universe, there is an equal and opposite reaction. So we have Eurovision, which is glorious, which is spewing good vibes and light into the world. And then we had American Song Contest, which sucked life directly from you (laughs) sorry i'm just going into a coma just thinking about it so why are we going to malamo this year it's pretty simple basically malamo went to the committee and went you know what if you send eurovision our way we guarantee to spend 2.5 million, 2.5 million of their own money to contribute towards hosting the Eurovision Song Contest. Of course, the total budget comes from the European Broadcasting Union, uh, together with the host broadcaster, but the city is chucking in 2.5 million of its own. (sighs) They said this, we organized Eurovision nearly 10 years ago, and the calculations that were made showed that 185 million, 15.5 million pounds, was made tourist revenue into the city. Ay, yay, 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 yay. It's not as crazy as you think. The city of Liverpool actually spent 2.3 million on the contest. The last contest, 83,000 tickets were sold. They are hoping to sell even more than that this year. But you think about it. If you're like oh, 2.5 million, that is an insane amount of money. You think about that. 2.5, if you're attracting, let's say a minimum of what there was last time, okay? And So anything made above and beyond, good to them. But 83,000 tourists. million pounds, that means you are spending 30.12, so about $30.12 on each person. But then if you work that out from the, so let's say you're going to make $185 million back from hosting Eurovision, 83,000 people, that means you're spending about 30 euros on people, but each person person is going to spend about 2,228 euros. So, you're pretty much making two grand off each tourist. And I mean, when you think about it, that actually makes sense. You've got travel around the country. Of course, you've got accommodation. You've got all the meals. You've got boat rides. You've got postcards. You've got the whole kit and caboodle. Basically, they're projecting they're going to make 74 times what they spend on people to lure them into the country. Malamo is actually hoping to release tickets for the contest. Wait for it. They're actually hoping to release tickets for the contest before Christmas. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now they know that tickets are traditionally usually sold a lot closer to the event, but this year they're going to try and sell them much more in advance. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, oh, that's the problem with selling them right before the event. People don't understand us, the working stiff. Do you know how much notice we have to get work? Oh, we've got to organized. There's got to be people that have got to come in and take over our shifts and we've got to show them what to do and then somebody doesn't want to do it because there's school holidays and you're like, oh, do it anyway. So, you've got to wait till they mess up at work and then you've got to cover their ass and then you owe you one. So, then they're going to have to cover you while you're away. Or work is just going to deny your holiday. Then you have to start even up your sick day so you can inexplicably (coughs) develop a cough right before Eurovision. Oh, no. But if you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, oh, five months, it's just too much. I still can't handle it. Don't worry. Eurovision's own favourite nerd is coming to save the day. Of course, daddy. Daddy Freya, he announced that he will be doing concerts in America and Canada. Don't worry, Europe, he hasn't forgotten about you either. Oh, he is hitting you up all through November and December. He's going everywhere Zurich, Paris. Ha! Now, see, this is good. People always hassle us for being able to not pronounce a lot of the towns in Europe. So, you know what? Some of these towns that are in English, this is our time to shine. So, if you're planning a trip to the UK or Scotland or Wales and you're not sure how to say a town, send us a DM. We'll help you out. This one, you might be thinking, oh, he's going to the Bournemouth. No, don't say it. They're going to beat you up and steal your shit. It's Bournemouth, Cardiff, Wolverhampton, Cambridge, Nottingham, Liverpool. (gasps) If you think you're going in Glasgow or Dublin, forget about it. Already sold out. Manchester, London, Amsterdam. Two concerts, both sold out. Brussels, Frankfurt, Hamburg, Berlin. Ah, Half of these are already sold out. So if you're going to move, move quick. Although there's one here for 15th of December, Frankfurt. For the venue, it's just listed Zoom. So I really hope that's the name of a venue or, I don't know, maybe Daddy is just Zooming with the entire country of Frankfurt. I'm not actually opposed to that. Do you think that could be the new wave of the future? Obviously, you know, people are still worried about COVIDs and pandemics and travelling and we want to save the environment less pollution. Are we going to have live concerts just streamed into our TVs? They've been doing it for years with boxing matches and wrestling. Maybe it's going to be the same with concerts as well. What do you think? Do you think you could enjoy a live stream concert? Oh, best thing, no queue for the toilet. Okay, join me next week or the second that they announce Petra and Mons. You better believe it. If you suddenly get an episode pops up, there is a new Deuze poi episode, which is just, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, it's happening in the title. You know, it's Petra, it's Mons. Oh, everybody cross your fingers, cross your toes, cross everything you got to cross. And don't forget, book those days off.